Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The Cowboys are in danger of suffering a football catastrophe, and it can happen very early in the year. It is Chris Carlin for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, on Sirius XM Channel 80, on your smart speaker, on the ESPN app, everywhere that you could possibly imagine you can get it. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and we want you to be a big part of the show today. I am Chris off today. There was an incident this morning that has just taken over my day and got us set off to a bad start but we're gonna recover we're gonna make it happen and we're gonna start in dallas here we go only one place to start i think it's okay for jerry to ramp up expectations and put some pressure on his football team they are a playoff team they will challenge the philadelphia eagles for the division time mike mccarthy needs this kind of because this football team better deliver Jerry Jones is not the guy that Dak Prescott has to worry about. It is his teammates. Have you noticed what's going on in Dallas? You're paying attention to training camp and everything that's being said uh, from the Cowboys themselves. How about the latest yesterday? Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys on the practice field, and it's the heat of competition, I understand. But getting after Dak Prescott a little bit with a couple of words that we can't necessarily repeat on the air right now that really let you know, even in the competitive moment he was in, that Trayvon Diggs, that other players on the Cowboys are really paying attention to Dak Prescott and what he means this season. And dare I say, they are even trying to toughen him up at the moment. Trayvon Diggs... Uh, makes a play, gets annoyed after a play with a Dak throws another interception in practice after we're told that he's not going to be throwing interceptions this year. It's practice. That's fine. It was a deep ball into a, a too deep zone that should not have been that hard to read. Should have been reading like a children's book. But instead, he throws a pick. Dak himself has talked about not throwing as many interceptions this year. And Trayvon Diggs goes right after him as Dak starts talking and says, Shut your blankety-blank up. I don't know if it's trying to toughen Dak up in competition. I don't know what it is. But when you pair that with statements like this that we got from C.D. Lamb, it starts to make you raise an eyebrow at what's going on in Dallas. All the offense is in Dak's hands now. However he's feeling versus the coverage, if he likes the matchup, we're going to call that play. If he likes whatever he likes versus zone, he's going to call that play. So technically it's all in Dak's hands. We're moving much faster at a different pace. It is not going to surprise me to opine or to, to start to learn with this opinion that the Cowboys could be getting a little bit tired of the lack of postseason success with Dak Prescott. And when I say the Cowboys, I'm not talking about the organization. I'm talking about his teammates. You hear that from C.D. Lamb, who hasn't gotten paid yet, by the way who's trying to get paid right now, twice in 30 seconds, as we've detailed in the last couple of days, says the offense is all in his hands. Then Trayvon Diggs is getting after him on the practice field. Dak, 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 Dak. Good guy. Stays out in front. Takes responsibility. Does all the right things. Dak has been the starter in Dallas for seven years. Dak has two playoff wins. Two playoff wins in six tries 
in seven years. There was almost a foregone conclusion within the last couple of months that he was going to be getting a contract extension, but that has quieted down. It may still happen in the next couple of weeks because of salary cap reasons more than anything else, but this, this is getting tiresome. Jerry Jones has never really been the one to put pressure on. You know, he can talk all he wants, but ultimately... He gives guys ridiculously long leashes, whether it's Jason Garrett, whether it's Mike McCarthy, whether it's Tony Romo, whether it's Dak Prescott. I mean, you can hear Jerry wanting to win and probably hearing the clock ticking a little bit when he's talking to Ed Werner last week. We frankly are disappointed that we haven't been knocking at the door like being a Super Bowl with Dak before now. And so uh, certainly he's very capable and is capable for years of, uh, as far as his age is concerned, at uh, competing for a Super Bowl in my mind. Dak's 30 years old. Jerry said, notice he said, in my life, at the end, too, by the way. Jerry's hearing the clock ticking. Everybody's hearing the clock ticking. I'm not worried about Jerry if I'm Dak. Jerry has shown with his actions time and again that he will give you plenty of time. He hasn't necessarily wanted to pay Dak, but that doesn't mean... He's going to change things up to try something new. He doesn't do that. He doesn't hold players accountable uh, long enough on the field when it comes to the high-profile positions or coaches, for that matter. He just hasn't done it. So you've got Zach Martin, who's sitting out right now, and he's trying to get his money. You've got C.D. Lamb still trying to get his money. The guy who's in charge of throwing him the ball he seems a little bit concerned about. The worst thing that can ever happen to a football team is a divided locker room, especially when it starts to go offense-defense. But this isn't even just going to be offense-defense. You know, when an offense isn't scoring points and a defense is playing well, defense gets very cranky. But when offensive players are playing well, except for the quarterback and the defense is also playing well, all of a sudden you got 52 on one. I know that he has been okay among his teammates because Dak's a good guy. And listen, that's fine. Being a responsible stand-up guy when you're not getting it done is to be admired. But let's not just automatically reward him for that. That's part of the job of quarterback. You are everything to a football team. Look at how they're getting paid these days. Look at it. Look at all of the money that is being thrown around and how none of us are going to be surprised if Joe Burrow gets $60 million. Part of the deal is you are the face of success or, more importantly, failure. Think about this for a minute. I'm going to pose a question to you. Really think if you can come up with the answer very quickly. Because this morning, it took myself, Cam, our producer, Bubba, everybody on the show, a long time to come up with an answer. Throwing around with some of the suits here, too, couldn't come up with an answer. Think about this question. Name a quarterback who has been his team's starter for seven years 
and still somehow after that hung in long enough for that team to take them to a Super Bowl. I'll wait. We'll give you a minute. Name the guy who has still been the quarterback of a team. In that instance, there's one guy in 40 years, people. And that one guy is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan did not get to the Super Bowl as quarterback of the Falcons for the first, more than the first seven years of his career. And when he finally got to the Super Bowl, he did it in a season where he won the MVP. Dak Prescott has not gotten his team to the Super Bowl in seven seasons. Jerry's disappointed. Players have to start to look at you a little bit sideways. Is he going to get an eighth and a ninth or a ninth and a tenth year after this year? An eleventh year? How long? We've seen the patience before. How did it work with Tony Romo? Tony Romo got so many opportunities it wasn't even funny. And instead of thinking about winning the Super Bowl, he's down in Cabo during a bye week. And he loses as a one seed. The team that probably should have won the Super Bowl. Or at least had a chance against an undefeated Patriots team. This is the point of Dak. We can talk about the pressure from the owner. We can talk about the pressure from the fans. In Dallas, all of that means nothing. What do your teammates think? What does your wide receiver think? How often do we see a wide receiver be the cause of problems when things are not going well? Look at what's going on in Buffalo. Josh Allen is on the verge within a couple of years of being Dak Prescott. And Stefan Diggs sees it already. He's very cranky. That could turn into a nightmare for the Bills. I don't think it will, but it could. For Dak and the Cowboys, specifically for Dak, you better get off to a good start. Think about the first six games of the season. At the Giants, home for the Jets, at Arizona, home for New England, at San Francisco, at the Chargers, all through mid-October before the bye week. Again, Giants, Jets, Cardinals, Patriots, 49ers, Chargers. Better be four and two. That's three and three, and you beat the Giants, and you beat the Patriots, and you beat the Cardinals? Oh, boy. We welcome in our resident Cowboys correspondent, one Bubba, to the program. Bubba, are you at all concerned by the possibility of players getting frustrated with Dak Prescott coming off a season where he had 15 interceptions and we could have just a complete breakdown in the Cowboy locker room? Uh, no, and I, I reject your premise here that we're this based, is stunning that we we be ba- we're basing this off of what's happening at training camp here. I mean, what was it? Just last week, Travis Kelsey got in a fight and was like punching a team. They've won Super oh, Bowls, they, Bubba. Okay, but so what? That is, so their fight doesn't matter. 
They've won Super Bowls. It's not about the fight, Bubba. It's about other guys on that team watching him make bad plays and like, where are we going here? I think Trayvon Diggs trying to toughen him up a little bit, to tell you the truth. So if you want a Super Bowl, you can fight. But if you haven't won a Super Bowl, that's not a fight. fight. That's That's not the point of this. That's not the the point of this. The stuff that happens in training camp isn't real. The emotions are high. People are saying stuff all the time. If wake me up in the regular season if if Diggs is saying these same things. If that happens, we'll talk. I'll also say to your point, yes, we don't have to necessarily give Dak extra credit for always speaking, but I will say these other guys better be careful because Dak is always taking the blame for when Diggs gets beat and all these guys score touchdowns on him. Oh, it's cute all, that you think that matters. All these other happens. So these guys better watch out when Dak has to talk for all them. We'll see what happens when when these guys are quick to blame him right now. We'll see what happens in the regular season when they're when they're when they immediately dress and leave out of the locker room and run. Let me tell and you Ed Warder can't find him and he's trying to get more <laughs> and he can't find him. All right, Bubba, but either way, what happens Bubba, in training camp is ridiculous. You this are is adorable. A terrible premise. You are adorable. We'll ask Diana Rossini because this is a horrific premise. It is not a horrific premise, and you're adorable to think that like all of that part of it is going to matter. Nobody, if Trayvon Diggs gets beat and he bails, it'll be a one day story. If Dak Prescott did that and failed, and he's out there taking all the blame, yes, but the Cowboys aren't winning. That's all week before the next game. That's all we. So you're just. I'm just talking about causing problems in the locker room. If all these. What guys, I'm saying is, if Bubba, let's talk about those first six games. Let's do something well, productive yeah, for a minute. Let's talk about the when the regular season happens. Yeah. Here is your let's regular talk about season. The regular Bubba. season. Yeah. Here is your regular season. Yeah. Give me your immediate response to this premise, and do it within the span of ten seconds. First six games, Bubba. Win. Three and three. That's a disaster. Depends how it goes. Three and three with competitive games, it's okay. Three and three with McCarthy not being able to see the scoreboard, that's a problem. Folks, denial is not just a river in Egypt. It lives inside Bubba. It lives inside Cowboy fans. You can think all you want that the idea of Dallas not potentially imploding if the quarterback is not playing well, that's fine. I get what Bubba's saying. There is frustration that happens in the heat of training camp. There's a larger message being sent there, too. When when his teammates are talking about that and that happens, there is a larger message. Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. The amazing amount of frustration that is on Bubba's face right now equals the amazing amount of frustration that was on my face this morning at the bagel store. We'll get to that. We will get to plenty more with the great Diana Rossini, who joins us in moments. We'll talk about this with the Cowboys. We'll talk about actual football tonight with the Jets and Browns in the Hall of Fame game. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. 
Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Is three and three even remotely acceptable for the Cowboys out of the gate? Lines are open for you at 888 888- say ESPN. If you've got questions about football, about dry bagels, about men's jewelry, you're going to keep it right where it is on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. I love how people are pointing to the number one offense in the league as an important thing with Dak when you turn the ball over as many times as he did last year. Come on. It's Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Now, I got to own this one. I'll own it right out of the gate. I'll own it. First thing, first things first, let me get this tweet out of the way. Uh, this is from Carlos Graham on Twitter. Chris Carlin is absolutely right. Bubba is delusional. It will be catastrophic if the Cowboys start the season three and three. Oh, okay, good one. Now, here's where I will own it, all right? Peyton Manning. Did not get there until the ninth year, so there is a second player. Um, that was ask, talking. Can I ask you a question, Bubba? How many MVPs did Peyton Manning had by that point? Uh, well, probably two, maybe? Yes, two. Yeah. How many has Dak had? It doesn't matter. How many has Dak actually even been in the voting? He's, How many times has he been even in, been in the He's been in contention vote? for a few. Yeah. He's okay. been in contention. I mean, Dak, Peyton. He's is, been in contention is, for a few now, Bubba. If you missed Peyton, how yeah. many others did you miss? I don't think we can caveat this one. We missed Peyton. He did have yes. two MVPs, but yeah. Oh, no, we're going to caveat. We're, we're going <laughs> to caveat. You missed Peyton. How many others did you miss? The point is your entire premise, out the window. No. No, it's nice not. Try. Let's no, get some it's not. 
Let's bring in Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL insider. Listen, here's my premise this morning, okay? Diana, when I see what happens with Trayvon Diggs yesterday, and it's a practice field, it's training camp, when I hear C.D. Lamb say it's all on deck, I do get the sense that this could be a, a situation with other players on that team where if the Cowboys don't get off to a good start, considering his lack of playoff success, and it's been seven years that he has been the starter, there's going to be some grumbling. There's going to be maybe some division. Am I completely wrong for suggesting that? You're insane, actually, on this beautiful Thursday morning. <laughs> Dak Prescott has owned one thing, and that's, he, he at least, he's a fantastic leader in the locker room, on the field. You guys have heard it. You see it. Uh, but obviously being around them before and, and covering the league and hearing things about Dak, I know Dak. Like, there's just, he is built a very special way. And people flock to him. They're drawn to him. They respect him. So while there is some some talking doing, you know, going on on the field there, and, you know, we, we can debate whether or not you should be talking to your starting quarterback like that, uh, I think it's all good. I, I just think it's all competitive. If anything, people I'm talking to around the Dallas Cowboys right now are, are telling me that, if anything, this offense – is starting to really sharpen their edges here and and get and and they they're looking good. We're, look, we're a weekend, we're a weekend. I'm not trying to freak mm-hmm. everyone out here, um, but in terms of Mike McCarthy having full control over this offense, which he was always overseeing it. But that being said, from from what it's looking like out there, despite the fact that I see on social media, I, I feel like it's it's just a one big pile of negative against Dak. I'm not, I'm not really sure if that's fair because uh, from what I can tell and from the people I talk to, that's not the reality there. Okay. So if that's the case, my argument here is not just based that he's not popular, but all of that, you know, being the leader and, and saying all the right things when things don't go right are part of the job of being the quarterback in, the, in, in all of this. Jerry has not wanted to pay him. And when I see something like that from Trayvon Diggs, you know, are they trying to toughen them up a little bit in in terms of getting to the when we get to the postseason the success hasn't been there and I think they all know he's going to be fine during the regular season but if that happens and it happens again how do guys look at him their roster is good enough to make a deep playoff run and we know that they know that right so but I think it has been many other times too no, it, it it certainly has you could say last year and, and even two years ago they should have been able to to go further than they have. And it's always been a disappointing season. And and obviously one the first year or that one year because of injury. I don't, I, I can't envision teammates of Dak Prescott turning on him, knowing how much good he has done on the field. You know, this isn't just a quarterback that's a nice guy. That's a leader and guys rally around him, but mm, truthfully, he's really not that good. I've covered quarterbacks like that where guys really like him and he stinks and they just protect him and they have their back because he's a good guy. At the end of the day, they've got to win, but they believe in Dak. And Jerry Jones believes in Dak Prescott. I know recently there's been a lot of opinions, Stephen A. Smith coming out swinging, saying Dak is not the guy. That that is not how it is in Dallas. That you know, And, and sometimes this is what happens when, when we're far away from it. Um, you think a certain way of a team, but 
the confidence they have in their quarterback is high. And and until you know we see them out on the field this year, you know it is really hard to figure out what kind of Dak we're going to see because the only thing that I do find difficult, Chris, because I get asked all the time, is Dak a good quarterback? It's a simple question. It's a very simple question, and you should be able to answer it simply. I just have more question marks about him now at this point than I did two years ago. Mm, well, I think that's fair based off of what we saw last year. And look, the, the, the taking care of the football, Tim Hasselbeck did a great job of, of pulling tape and explaining on the air, and even we even talked off the air about some of the mistakes that Dak has made, some of the mistakes that players have made, play calls. Uh, there's It's not excuses, but there's truth. There's a story behind every interception. And based on his analysis, it was, yeah, they're not all on Dak. If they can protect the football and put the ball in the hands of the playmakers, CeeDee Lamb, now Brandon Cooks, Tony Pollard, I think this team can win the NFC. And, and, and it should be that easy. And with this defense and with Dan Quinn's leadership and all the things that we're hearing about them. So the pressure is certainly on this team. And they're not going to be running the ball. I can tell you that. <laughs> Diana Rossini joins us, ESPN NFL Insider. We've got actual football tonight. What a nice change of pace that is. Um, we've got the Jets. No Aaron Rodgers uh, on the field. We've got the Browns. You know, the, it's kind of a different, uh, it's an interesting dichotomy between Aaron Rodgers, who's gotten so much of the attention uh, this offseason, and Deshaun Watson, who has really flown under the radar. Now, we don't expect to necessarily see either of these guys tonight, but when you look at that dichotomy, when you look at Watson and what's going on in Cleveland and you look at Rodgers, it's kind of a simple question to ask of who has more pressure on them at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, tonight we're not going to see Aaron Rodgers on the field, but yeah, you could be seeing a headset on him. He wants to be part of some of the offensive play calling. He uh, he said that in his press conference the other day. So I'm excited to see if he's going to participate. I'm telling you, the world is going to see a different Aaron Rodgers tonight than they've seen when he was with the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to be watching Makai Becton. I want to see uh, what he's going to be able to do on that offensive line. He's going to go about 20 snaps uh, at left tackle. He's lost weight. He's in shape. So I think that is important in terms of a preseason game that usually doesn't matter. I actually do think it matters for this Jets team who's trying to get better on the offensive line. And obviously all eyes and all the attention, all we've been talking about are the New York Jets. But I don't actually, I think there's more pressure on Deshaun Watson. I I think that's the quarterback that we're not talking about because I think people are uncomfortable talking about him. Uh, we, We saw, obviously, a small sample size of him last season, and it wasn't good. You look back at the Browns' offense when Jacoby Brissett was under center, and they were better. They were a better offense, and they were good. And, and they're, they're they're a talented team. Kevin Stefanski is a really good play caller. Um, they obviously have a strong run game, and then Deshaun stepped in, and, and it, it sort of fell apart. New year, new opportunity, another season under Kevin Stefanski, or at least Deshaun Watson under Kevin Stefanski. I think we're going to see a better version, but I also think this is a team. If Deshaun Watson is just good. I'm not trying to say he needs to be the Watson we saw in Houston. Just solid. I think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a team we're talking about in January. I, I And it sounds shocking a bit right now because you think about the AFC and you think about all the talented teams right now. I don't think we're paying attention enough to Cleveland because nobody wants to talk about it. Well, it's Thursday. And you're here on Thursdays. And you know what we like to do. It is Diana Rossini. Hit it. 
And you know what that means. She's our life coach. Dear Diana. She's your life coach. I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. <laughs> it's time for Dear Diana with our life coach, Diana Rossini. Tweet your questions using the hashtag Dear Diana. I'm ready to go. All right, first question comes from me today, and I had an incident this morning that I want to talk about. Uh, Diana, I had been home in New Jersey, uh, you know, and I will maybe once a week go and get a bagel, believe it or not, just once a week. And I go, and I, I prefer butter on my bagel. And the lack of butter that has appeared on bagels lately when I order that is alarming. It's not even a film of butter on the bagel. I come up here to Connecticut to Bristol. I go to the local bagel store. I thought maybe it's just my local place. There was not a hint of butter on this bagel. How do you handle situations like this when clearly you are getting hosed in a restaurant, in an establishment on what you order versus what actually shows up? What's interesting is I have such a different experience. I also take my bagel with just butter and I always have to be very definitive of uh, about how I like my butter when I order it. I say sesame bagel with a smear of butter, and then I get a smear. So to me, that's just one swipe. Right. I think you need to just use the word, make smear plural. A few okay. smears in there of butter, please. But you understand that when I have been at my local place, and I even remotely suggest that there hasn't been enough. I actually know what's happening, Chris. But well, I, but I'm Diana, if I have to, it being me, and if I have to ask for extra butter, you know, there's a whole lot of judgment going on in that store. I think they're assessing. I think what they're doing, they're sizing you up. Oh, they're looking out for my health now. They're going. <laughs> we need this guy's cash. He comes in here every day, orders the same thing. We got to keep him alive. So the way to keep this man alive is less <laughs> butter, because he's about. A meal away from a heart attack. Well, let me tell so you something. I think this is them. See, we're in opposite situations. I've had so much going on in my life, Lily. I'm not doing a great job eating. I've lost a lot of weight. I'm not, I don't want to. So I think they see me, and they're just throwing a pig or a cow, excuse me, on, on the bagel. And mm. for you, they're going the opposite. So we have two different issues in our lives, which is why we're great friends. So now what you're telling me is that I need to bring a copy of my stress test into the bagel store to show that, yes, I am healthy no, at this point. Bring a scale and just get on it wow. right before you order the bagel and say, look, guys, this is a healthy weight. Wow. Let's go. It's okay. Butter's not that bad. Butter makes everything great. <laughs> uh, question two today, Diana, comes from Jen in Pennsylvania. How many pieces of jewelry is it acceptable for a man to wear? Two. Two. What are they? A watch and a wedding ring, if he's married. Wow. What is your thought in particular on a man wearing a bracelet? Okay. Had this conversation with many of girlfriends of mine. My girlfriend currently is dating a guy who wears those threaded bracelets, you know, the ones that you made at, like, school rec yeah. or camps? That, mm-hmm. And he has, like, six of them up his arm, um, and he won't take them off. He, I think they're tribal. I'm not even sure. They're dirty. They, you know they probably stink because yeah. he wears them to the gym. Uh, I, I would say unless it's, it's a high-end piece of jewelry, 
right? You're you're talking to an Italian girl, right? <laughs> so in my family, the men are guilty of being a little extra with the jewelry right. around the neck, the wrist, uh, probably an ankle bracelet or two. I'm sure I have a few uncles that will do that as well if they could. I mean, my two sons are under the age of two and they both wear necklaces. But I just think... <laughs> A good man just wears two pieces. Two. That's the limit. I'm okay with the necklace and the watch, but it can't be the watch, the necklace, and the ring. You got to do just two. This Max. Is why, this is why we come to you. And I hope everybody was listening there. And I don't mean everybody in particular. I'm not pointing anybody out, Bubba, but I think everybody should have been listening there for that. It, it, I don't know what the, I got a nice bracelet on here. It's a good. It's a good piece of jewelry. It's it's quality. Bubba, quality that's great. Piece. It's yeah. strong. Uh, it, it matches your eyes. It's a beautiful piece of jewelry. See? It does not match his eyes. It so, sparkles. That's what I meant. I got a nice tan hand. I just came back from Spring Lake down the shore. <gasps> she knows. I got a, I got a good looking <laughs> hand. I got a good looking hand jewelry. Yeah. Well, as as a as a woman who spent many. Many of weekend nights in Spring Lake at the um, Parker House, oh, I can yeah. tell you, um, most of the men I wound up hanging out with had about 19 I, I, pieces I, I of jewelry. More than so I did. you're yeah. in good shape, Bubba. Exactly. <laughs> God, I tell you what, I am taking L's all over the place today. I really am. Just get on the scale when you go to the bagel wow. shop. <laughs> Just order bacon, egg, and cheese next time. Make it easy. Thank you, Diana. I guess. Thank you, Diana Rossini. Who always brings it. She is our favorite. On ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Carlin in for Greeny today. You can watch, of course, on the ESPN app. Just click watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. Driven out to right center field. That ball is gone. See ya. A three-run home run for State. 
Michael Kay on Yes last night. The Yankees beat the Rays 7-2. Giancarlo Stanton's three-run homer. It was actually on Amazon Prime, not Yes. Yankees had a very odd day, last couple of days in particular, and an unfortunate situation that's going on with Domingo Herman. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. If you missed it yesterday before the game, Domingo Herman was put on the restricted list. He is battling alcohol abuse the Yankees statement uh, that they put out was it simply was this it is critical that Domingo completely focus on addressing his health and well-being we will respect his privacy as he begins this process apparently there was some sort of a issue the last couple of days that brought this to light and Brian Cashman even in addressing it with the media uh, said it was not the first time that he has been uh, dealing with it the Yankees are getting Nestor Cortez back to return after a two-month stint on the I.L. Here is the bigger issue, though. The Yankees right now continue to find themselves as a major disappointment in where they stand uh, in the American League. They are in last place despite the fact that they're four games over five hundred in the American League East. They are ten games out uh, in the division, and they are three and a half games out of the wild card. The wild card, obviously very manageable, but they have never had a sniff at the division this year. Aaron Judge was gone for a couple of months. It killed them offensively, as losing any MVP would, but it certainly destroyed them a lot more than ever anticipated. What's going on right now, following the trade deadline, is just amazing, amazing to listen to. Here is Aaron Boone, the Yankees manager, on what message the Yankees' lack of action around the trade deadline sends to the team. It's on us. It's on the people in that room that we got to figure it out if we're going to get to where we want to go. And I know it looks bad right now. We understand that. But we got to find it from within now. It's come and gone. It's on all of us in that room to figure it out if we're going to climb back into this thing. Okay, so let's go a little bit further here. It's on us. It's on us to get it done. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's Buster Only, ESPN MLB Insider, last night on Brian Cashman and that message. And I think what happened with the Yankees was as the front office, they are so confused and surprised that they have struggled offensively in the way that they have. And the comparison that I made on a podcast was, you know, my daughter uh, one morning when she was 21 called me. She overslept for her flight in Cleveland and missed it. And my reaction was, well, good luck. Go figure it out. I think that's what the front office of the Yankees has done. Like it was Anthony Rizzo and DJ LeMahieu and all these guys, Giancarlo Stan, these guys who struggle without Aaron Judge. Well, you know what, guys? Go figure it out. Yeah. Go figure it out. What an utter joke of a message that is for Brian Cashman to be sending to anyone. Anyone. This has become, this season in particular, an all-too-familiar refrain when it comes to the Yankees. But, frankly, this is something I've talked about for years, and it just now is starting to really catch on with the disappointment of this season and the lack of championships. And that's that Brian Cashman does not get any blame. We can go chapter and verse over this. You have heard me say that he is the fifth Steinbrenner, and there is zero accountability for someone that has been the Yankees GM for 25 years. 
25 years. And if we're going to be truthful about things, he didn't exactly put together all the championship teams in the late 90s. They were pretty much assembled with the exception of making one trade for Roger Clemens. Big trade, yes, but still. One championship in 2009 since that great run. What message is Brian Cashman sending? He's blaming it on everybody else. What else is new? This is always the message. It's somebody else's fault. There is nobody that has ever been more skilled at handling the public perception of his job than Brian Cashman. He is outstanding. He will call every media member back when they call him. He will give them the little tidbits when they need them. And as a result, he is never blamed for anything. Fans get frustrated with it, get frustrated with him. There have been more whispers about that over the last few years, but as much as we can talk about him getting a job in 10 seconds, if the Yankees ever dared to fire him, that's great. I'd love to see you try to go somewhere else and do it without the same level of resources. It would be amazing to see. The amount of money wasted by Cashman's decisions over the years, wow, it is astounding when you really think about it. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.